just like you take everything in perspective like dude like life is way more than just freaking weightlifting we love it we talk about it. it's our passion it is our life but like this is fragile fragile and like what adventures of zach always says like celebrate like every pr because you don't know when it's going to be your last Is that a uh, caffeine coffee? Are you drinking mud water or what? No mud water. It is regular, like, wannabe fancy coffee that I got from Target. And it's not bad because I do the pour over. So any hack, you just do that pour over. Tastes good. We have the pour over. We just need a kettle. So we haven't actually used it yet. But we keep saying we're going to get it. And Dude. It's just so, so easy using the Mr. Coffee, though. Amazon. Amazon. True. We want to just at least support local business. You okay, know? okay. Yeah, you can get something fancy. It's probably expensive, but I think I spent like $10 on that thing, and it works every time, and it heats up a few minutes, and you just pour it over. And when I'm lazy for a single cup, the little filter thing fits perfectly on this mug and is right into it. Boom. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah, we got to do it. Um I don't know. I'm just so routine oriented, especially in the morning. Like oh, yeah. you just press a button, it's so much easier. Yeah, man. I I'm a pre workout dude, and I told you I try not to do the bolts. So like, even though you know these days are a little different. Whenever I'm on the pod, I like to have a little coffee no matter what time. It gets the juices flowing, and like, I don't know. Is there like endorphins or something? I don't know. I always feel happy whenever I drink coffee. So. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, we were starting um, before we got on the pod. I was just saying. And I think this would be a good topic to discuss, but like yesterday I was just having the most frustrating day snatching. Just felt like whatever I did did not feel right. I was missing 70%, 75%. And it, you know when you're, and you've talked about this before, but when you're in such a bad mood and you know you're in a bad mood, but you refuse to let yourself get out of it. You're just sitting there. You're like, I have a terrible attitude, but I'm just going to keep having a terrible attitude because... I don't know how to fix things right now. I'm missing, just frustrated. And I ended up, so I snatched and then moved on finally. I was like, there's nothing I'm going to do that's going to get better. And then I cleaned and jerked and then I texted Brittany like freaking out. I can't figure out how to do this. And she's like, start snatching again. And I was like, I'm already done. What? And she was like, start snatching again. So I started and was sending videos like every two, three minutes, and she was telling me, yeah, do this, do this, try this better. So it happened, you know. Like once once you have those shitty training sessions, it's just like you know they're going to end, and you know it's not the end of the world, but when you're in it, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I can see it just because like weightlifting is a type of sport. You can't just walk in just like know that you're going to hit all, everything that's uh, prescribed to you. You know what I'm saying? Like CrossFit, you got multiple chances. It doesn't. They don't really care about misses. You just get the work done, get it in that Metcon. You know what I mean? And then it's more like that stimulus versus like actual technique. And then say like powerlifting, if someone gives you like a squat cycle or you know just anything that's powerlifting related, they don't have to stress about making or missing a lift unless it's like an actual like crazy PR. They got a whole bunch of spotters there, so if anything happens, like they're pretty much safe. But like us, it's like. It could just be the lightest thing that you said. Like, what was your exact program for the snatch that you were saying? Was it just regular classic uh, snatches? It was hip snatch. Mm. So it it was a variation, which I'm not 
the like I know I'm not the best at it, but it was just frustrating, man. And I think it was probably up to I went up to like seventy eight percent, missed that, went down, and then I was just getting more frustrated when I was doing my back downs. Well, dude, I'll be honest with you, like even at that percentage is pretty tough. Like if you're doing more than one, like a hip snatch, like it's a pretty it's a pretty hard. Uh, you know, movement to do. Do you wear straps or no straps when you do a dip snatch? Yeah. Straps, anything but from the floor. Okay. That's like, that's my, my thing. I've been stopping using them on the blocks, but I used to use them like just basically anything that wasn't a snatch or power snatch from the floor. I always like to use straps. I mean, I do because like we lift all the time and it saves your hands and you can use them as a purpose, but don't use them as a crutch, so to say. And it's like, if you're using on um, like every single classic lift, like from the floor for a single, like that's kind of pointless in my opinion. But it's weird when you see people doing. Sorry to cut you off, but I've been seeing people in the training hall, like at the big meets, using straps like three or four, five days out. And that to me, I don't like to even touch straps. I would say probably the whole competition cycle, unless it's like one of those variation days. But anything from the floor. I try to really avoid that just because I want to get used to yeah. having the bar in my hands and, like, just pulling off the floor. I think y- you can get away with stuff when you have straps. Absolutely, because, like, when it's over your head and, like, you're just attached to the bar, like, <laughs> you're, you have a lot a higher success rate of just making it. Even if you have to press it, stabilize a little bit, like, you're attached to the bar. It's not going anywhere unless, like, you absolutely throw it behind you or forward. Um, but maybe they have a plan. Like, maybe... Some people like to like overload or they need to have that feeling overhead and confidence and that's something like they could do over and over getting that like kind of like an overload stimulus. Maybe that's a hack that they do leading into uh, something like something that feels heavy, but now they make it light and they could do it multiple times. So then going into the meat, they're like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I like to, I think you, you should practice the way you're going to compete. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you too. I'm just thinking about, um, if you know, I'm trying to think of situations of why someone would use it. Yeah, maybe injuries or if you have a ripped hand or something, it's no use get making that worse like right before a comp. But I don't know. Very few scenarios where I could see that being actually beneficial. I mean, uh, the only thing I could think of, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I was like watching stuff in the training hall with like the international meets and the other, like, Julia, the 71, Mr. Darian. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but um, it's the bigger Julia. Um, she was doing, like, like the almost like those Korean double snatches where she'll catch it and then drop and then hit it again. But she was doing, like, pretty heavy, like, around 95, 100 kilos. I mean, her best is 110. She was doing that, like, the week of her, like, meet and stuff. So I'm just trying to think of, like, oh, maybe that's something that they decided to do to kind of still be heavy but also less taxing. Yeah, you're talking about the Italian girl, right? Yes, the Italian girl. Yeah, the really hot one. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> you're going to get us in trouble. I know. I don't <laughs> care. I mean, we're just being honest. Man. Everyone knows. It's not. There's no secret. But yeah, man. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to at least follow up because last week we talked about uh, you getting ready to qualify for nationals. So I feel like... We don't have to go too, too far into it because I know it's probably ripping off a Band-Aid at this point, but how'd the meat go and uh, kind of walk through what training's been like since then? 
it's it's totally fine like i think it probably was like a better situation than actually being successful so if those you don't know and follow me i went over six and i don't even know if that's even possible <laughs> i didn't make a single lift but at least like uh <laughs> me and dozer are now our buddies now we, you know we went both over six so I'm but you did all the lifts right you took i did all six. i took all six yeah i took all six look first and foremost like anything i say from now on it's not an excuse i'm gonna explain the situations and what led up to it not an excuse and then two like um i i would never blame an injury for me not making a lift but i did have some issues going on so i guess we'll talk about it i guess we kind of already talked about the prep going into it and i had like a reasonable answer like oh like we'll see where we're at blah 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 blah. if it's not there today we got something here well when the time came and situations are i don't know what it was but it's almost like the same feeling of not like feeling super amped up and I know it's just a local meet and I know everybody and like maybe I should have took it like a little more serious and being dialed in but I don't know what the situation was I was stretching like a half hour early just like everyone else and stuff and I always try to time everything just like everyone else and getting your routine go to the bathroom and then I come out and some reason everybody was just like already on the bar lifting weights and some even had like, you know, 50 kilos and just the bar. I'm like, yo, what? Like I like there was no, I couldn't even find a space on the bench to like put my tape on. So that initially just like sparked like feeling rushed and anxious. Not saying, like I said, none of this is an excuse. This is what I'm just walking you through the meet. Um, so I go in. I'm like, oh, shit, man. Like it's cold in here. Like I don't know. what. Like I was like, all right, whatever. So like got ready and hitting snatches and vibing and stuff with Grant and you know Tony was there watching and stuff and you know so far so good like it was not bad but I didn't really feel like amped to like lift heavy you know what I'm saying like I just felt like just neutral and I didn't want to use music and stuff and that's just something I was like playing with but I think I just didn't get like my mind right everything was just kind of like hey Corey hit this hit this and it everything kind of went fast with that round robin thing which I'd done it before and it's okay but maybe I was just too casual I missed like 104 and I was like blaming the bar because it was slippery I was like ah that went over then I had another chance to lift on a different bar and I smoked it it was like better nearly I was like oh it's because the bar and we we're j- joking and laughing so 104 was fine and then I went for 108 and I was like yeah I was like I've hit this like three times three singles whatever I'm, it's totally fine Go in there, you know, B says stuff. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was just kind of just looking at the bar and just wanting to hit it. I didn't even, like, think too hard. I just picked up the bar and lifted. I tried not to, I tried to just, like, zone out, right? Just not think about anything. I probably should have, like, took my time setting up. Anyway, first lift, it just goes literally flying behind me. I was like, whoa. I was not expecting to, like, miss that. It was like a, almost like a guarantee for me. I was like, well, feel light, let's go up, because I know that I wanted to have two chances at 112, and I hit 112 on that Monday leading up to that meet. Well, you know, you wait, and you sit, and you wait your turn, right? And I'm like, okay, hit one, hit 112, hit 112. Get set up for the second attempt, and I just didn't, like, find a good brace, and I immediately felt like myself shift forward and my ass shoot up. I was like, oh, shit. But I, you know, still went for it, and then it just felt weird. It just felt weird. Like, I jumped back a little bit and it missed four, and I was like, that was, that's kind of weird. And I already look at B's face, and she's pissed. You know, like, I'm in an O2 <laughs> situation. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. This is like, fuck, I'm going to bomb out. You know, like, I've already, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, just like baseball, if you're O2, it's like, oh, shit, like, you got to take anything that's close. That's the kind of look at it when I uh, snatch. So, um, 
going into it, I'm like, oh, crap, I really got to make this. But, like, I don't know why, but it feels heavy. And, like, I know I, I weighed it a little light compared to, like, uh, what I did on Monday. I think I on Monday I was, like, 75 kilos. And then I was, like, 72 on that Saturday. So, I guess, like, it makes sense why, like, 112 felt different then versus then. And um, I was just like, all right, she told me to go watch uh, the video that I made a 112 on Monday, so I was watching it, I was like, okay, 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 we're good, all right, and then it gets down, it's like, all right, I need you to stay in the game, you got this, and, like, I had total confidence that I was gonna make it, like, there's no doubt about it, I was like, okay, maybe I just need to brace more, and then just keep pushing, keep pulling longer, it'll be there, it was a better pull, better extension, but, like, something with the timing was just off, like, it was just, I have no excuse, and then, like, I didn't make it, you know, <laughs> and then I was like, Boom. I was like, well, I flew all the way out here and tried to do all this stuff and really wanting to qualify. And it's just out the door that quick. It just happened so fast. It really felt like a blink of an eye that everything that I was kind of working for was just gone. I was I felt defeated. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I didn't even want a clean jerk at that point. I was like with the with the round robin, though. So even though you missed 112, did you have to go the full round robin again? Yeah, it's just normal. Everyone takes their first, everyone takes their second, regardless if you miss or make. So how long did you have in between each lift? Oh, let's say five lifters, so four minutes. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes for me, it's beneficial, when, especially when you make a mistake, to when you're only sitting there for a minute or two. Like, you don't really have time to think about the mistake. You, you kind of get yourself, you know, whatever you did, you're just like – focused on the correction and you don't have time to think about anything else so sometimes i feel like it, it's almost better to have less time than like say you miss and then go up and then you have a lot of time to mm-hmm. sit there and you're like oh fuck you know i missed that and just a lot of i think in weightlifting having more time to think is usually a bad thing for most people i agree with you i think um if i had to play it all over again like, in those situations, like, say if it was, like, a national meet or whatever, right? And you have to follow. If I had to follow myself, like, I probably would have waited maybe not the full two minutes and then go, right? Just kind of, and even in training, say, like, we do miss a lift. We only wait, like, a couple minutes and we go back to the bar and then we fix it. Like, that's usually what happens. I'll miss and then I'll make. That's what I, it's kind of been a trend of, like, just my training. If I'll miss, wait a couple minutes, I'll hit it again. But waiting there for a long time, it almost, like, felt cold or overthinking. And then, like, it just felt heavy. And I was like, ooh. And, like, I just kind of spaced out and missed. Um, but also, if I had to do it again, like I said, maybe I would hit something in between. Like, I've never really done that, but I feel like I should because in training, that's kind of what we do. And who cares if you miss it? Like, I don't, like, me and you are both strong enough to where, like, our max snatches isn't really going to fatigue us that much. So, like... Even if I miss or make that, like, I don't think it'll do a difference as far as, like, strength-wise. So, yeah, like, realistically, I had had to really think hard about that whole situation. And she trusted me, and, like, I was fully confident in it. But I think I probably should just either hit that same lift again or maybe, like, one time. I think we were were so fixated maybe on, like, 112 because I was, like, the bare minimum in my capability I think I could snatch to in order to qualify for... You know, it's kind of like if football, I'm thinking about the catch, uh, but I'm running, you know, and I drop it. Something, something like yeah. that. I'm thinking about something else before, like, getting that done. 
Um, but it's a lesson learned. And honestly, like we didn't really prep too much for it. And like I said, we talked about that already. So I don't want to ramble about like the, how the prep went yeah, other than like it just happened on instant. And I think going forward, like even if I'm on fire with snatches, I let's just get one in the bag. You know, let's just make one because I, I don't know. I usually always make my opener. There's only been one ch- one time that I haven't made my opener and I bombed out. So like I'm now I'm just like, oh, for two for like if I miss my opener, I'm missing everything. <laughs> <laughs> dead ass man but i need to get that out of my head you know maybe i do need a meet where i miss one and I make a second one but yeah that's just that's just how you know it's how the cookie crumbles i guess sounds cheesy but it is what it is for that so afterwards i felt kind of defeated whatever i was like all right well this is clean and jerk like i just like I, I really just wasn't in it i'll be honest and i try to switch gears but i don't know shoulder was bugging me because snatches for me like so far just wasn't uh, wasn't hurting and then like the minute like I touch a bar and start going overhead with the uh, jerks it's like ugh, don't feel great but I was like whatever let's just go so warming up warming up felt fine felt fine I think I worked up to like 135 and I kind of noticed that like my shoulder kind of like not gave out but like I like as soon as I put my feet together I felt like it dropped so I just dropped it and it was fine and then it was like my turn. She's like, what do you want? I was like, she watched me do 135. I was like, yeah, let's do 140. Like 135 didn't feel heavy. And then um, like then we got to 140. You know, she's like, just make it look easy. You've done this plenty of times. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Felt total confident in it. And then I don't know what. And I honestly just I don't I don't even I can't really explain really why the jerks were so bad, other than maybe my shoulder was just jacked up. But I would I would clean it, split. I just couldn't recover and just felt like it just, it didn't feel, it honestly didn't feel right, man. So I missed it. We went up 141, cleaned it again, better clean, but the timing of the jerk was so off. And I think I was trying to do some different shit than I used to. And I should have just like, do what I do. Don't care how ugly it is. I didn't just make the lift. But I was really trying to be like a good athlete, like do the right thing, like dip down, be patient, split and all this other shit. And like I said, I think in that moment, I should have just um, be like more grit versus like technique. But some reason I was just trying to like just do it perfect just to make the lift. So missed both those two. Not at that point, I literally just wanted to like I literally wanted to walk out that gym. And I was like, this is embarrassing. I'm this is not like that one meme. This is not me. This is not me. <laughs> like, and I was like, this, dude, this ain't me, man. Like me having an attitude, I literally said like, like I smile in a lot of situations. So like, I don't know if you ever seen that videos, like I'm smiling, but I'm really like angry. But I didn't know how to like show my emotions. I was like, I can't do this. I literally just told her, I can't do this. She's like, you don't fucking tell. She got in my ass, man. She's like, you gonna, you don't get to quit. It's like, you know, it's not up to you. You got you're going to finish this list, like no matter what, you know? And then like, she gave me a pep talk and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know, I was like, I was feeling really good going into that last one. Clean was clean was a little struggle. It's fine, and I was like, all right, dude, I, this is it. You know, kind of like your situation, trying to like make a clean and jerk. And I, same thing happened on like the very first one. I would split, and then like I would have to like recover with my back foot first. Felt so weird, and then it just dropped. And then again, all in an instant, everything was over and went over six. And I felt like it was the worst day of my life. Uh, but. It's probably the best thing for me, honestly. Exposed all my weaknesses, 
expose like okay like maybe we got to change something with uh, my grip and my cleaning jer- my jerks um you know maybe you ain't good enough yet man like it's just it's just reality like the bar doesn't lie man it's just it is what it is and now I could stop fixating maybe on like a number and just like get better at movements and just like I want to go in next time without even having a single doubt like an automatic mode going into snatch I'm gonna make that like there's no like if ands or buts it's just like it's just I do it that's kind of mentality I want to be in and I know I'll, I'll, I'll get there I just gotta I gotta be patient because I was a little angry at first and just wanted to go max out and shit but uh yeah that's the situation um but yeah and then then we get a horrible news about like our buddy who ended up passing away and you know I don't you know I guess it's personal but he was a good dude, man. It's just like, who am I to talk about myself and be feeling sorry for myself going over six when this kid's a young twenty-one-year-old senior in college? He actually was gonna do like the universities and stuff, and for his first national meet and stuff, and didn't even get a chance. You know, just like you take everything in perspective. Like, dude, like life is way more than just freaking weightlifting. We love it. We talk about it. it's our passion. It is our life. But like. This is fragile and like what Adventures of Zach always says, like celebrate like every PR because you don't know when it's going to be your last. And like it sounds corny sometimes and people are like, oh, maybe he's extra. But I love Zach. He just has that passion. And like, well, damn, like maybe I should just like appreciate every single moment of the time that I have because we don't know. You know what I mean? It just gives you a new perspective. And um, it's a very sad week. But um, yeah, it's just it just really makes you. I guess think like, man, just got to take advantage of everything, you know? I've been seeing his posts a lot recently um, on my explore tab. I got to follow him, but he, he does post a lot about, you know, just enjoying. You see that though, when you see people who love it, like love it more than anybody else, they're going to be the ones who I think they're going to like, maybe he'll never go to worlds or, you know, be a, be a national champion i don't know if he's won nationals yet but like that dude is gonna be in the game till the bitter end like nobody is gonna be able to make it through more adversity than him just based on seeing his post and like seeing how much he wants it versus like somebody who's you know a casual like one one thing happened i actually wrote about this on substack but like the podcast weightlifting, anything. I've seen so many people who are so much more talented than me come into the sport, come into podcasting, and they just stop doing it. Like they they have one bad episode or they have one bad meet and then they're done. And you're like, well, that guy was way better than me, but he's done. He's doing something else. So I just think like it's a sport that you can't, you have to love it. You have to be super passionate about it or you're not going to be successful. Yeah, man, and I think about, like, this stuff where I started and, like, just the fire that I had in training or, like, how hard I went, even though, like, obviously I wasn't nowhere near anything great, but any PR was just, like, super amazing. I never had that feeling before with any sport and just the passion or just how much I really, really wanted it, you know what I mean? And I haven't had that feeling in a while, Maybe going, I think what I did have, I I really wanted it in finals. Like I was, I don't think I was more motivated than I ever was going into finals. And then this one, I was like, it was all like really wishy-washy and I, I don't think my mind was right. Like I 
wasn't even excited. Like I was happy to be there, but like I didn't have that passion, like you're saying with the with Zach and stuff. And I think uh, maybe like I don't know if it's like you know anyone. We go through waves of how we feel, but just finding finding that passion again and just doing it because you love it. Yeah, not because not because a certain number or you feel like it's going to be impressive to do something. I remember I used to think, and this is just like a weird thing that I thought, but you know, if I, if I hit a PR in training, I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to be cool to post on Instagram. Like I yeah. jerked 140. Yeah. And it's like, who, who cares? Nobody cares what I'm doing in training. Like if you are, if you're thinking that immediately after PRs, you're doing it for the wrong reason. And Absolutely. I was like, yeah. I was for, for a while. Like I thought, you know, weightlifting was this cool thing. I forget who I was talking to recently, but um, they were talking about like just the sport in general. And I was like, it's not a sport that you do because you want like the glory or you want the money. Yeah, you're not going like, to get You can it. Pick, pick any other sport where people are going to care about what you're doing. And then weightlifting is just like nobody knows what it is nobody's impressed especially with the whole thing being in kilos so everybody's like oh 100 105 108 what what does that even mean yeah 108 pounds that's not even that's not that's nothing you know also i was thinking too and i've done this as more of like a mind trick of of like finding the passion again is like um i guess a couple things like either you can just totally knock out social media and just like just just stay off of it like delete the app like don't delete your account just delete the app and don't be on it for a while, like, you know, a week, two weeks, whatever, however long you want. And you'll find more like internal reasons of like why you're doing things. Or two, I challenge anyone if they want to, is like hit a PR and don't post it. Like just do that and you'll find like more enjoyment just like being in that situation versus just like thinking about what you're going to do for social media or like things about the outside sources for affirmation other than like yourself like being proud. And I've done that a few times. Like maybe like I'll keep it. Like say I hit something on Big Friday. Maybe I won't post it to like a Sunday or Monday or just, you know, anything. Like just having that little like internal like win inside of you and just kind of appreciating that moment. I think definitely like fuels the fire of just like, okay, like I do like this. I do love this. This is this is what I do. And I don't know. Maybe it's a just something that I do sometimes here and there. But I think it's a good idea. And I, I would like to share it with everyone whoever's listening. I feel like it helps me too that I'm interested in other stuff. So this is something that I wrote uh, specifically this week. So it's it's been on my mind, but like I'm doing things outside of weightlifting. So people are training way more than me and they're probably going to progress faster than me just because they're working harder at weightlifting than me. But like, I, I just feel like I'm staying in the game because if I'm training three, four days a week, I enjoy those training sessions. I don't get to Thursday and Friday and be like, fuck, I got to do, got to do heavy squats, got to do heavy stuff. I'm like, no, I really want to go to the gym. Like I really want to keep pushing. And I think that mindset helps me just like deal with the excruciatingly long time it's been since I hit a PR at something because I'm not doing it that much to where I'm like obsessed with it, Mm -hmm. where like I have other things that I like to do and they're fun. And then I come back to, to the bar and I'm like, okay, I love this. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. I mentioned it once and I don't know if we really got in depth with it, but I, I feel like maybe weightlifting culture should like implement seasons. And like, sometimes people like have them already, 
But like maybe it is okay to like take a week off after a, a, a meet and do nothing, or like you know just or if you don't have a meet coming up, just do, kind of do what you're doing. Like find some other hobbies, do something, still weight lift, like still do things. You're not giving it up at all, but just kind of having that separation. Like every other ball sport, like baseball, football, basketball, even soccer. Oh, soccer's kind of year round, but like still, like you could still have. Se- I guess a lot of sports are year round, but you could still have seasons of where. You peak and you're not. And depending on, like, if you're an AO series person, like, the Arnold is, like, the one big meet of the year, let that, like, spring, you know, like, January through up to March or whatever, like, that be your season. And then, like, in the summer, enjoy your summer or something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like uh, weightlifting could use, like, seasons. And I guess back in the day, like, really old school, I don't know where I heard the source. I, I need to look up my research because I feel like I'm being like Joe Rogan, just like lying. But like, I'll just get out like Joe Rogan. But like, I feel like I'm just making facts up. But I'm pretty sure back in the day, it used to be treated like seasons as far as like how you train. Yeah. So you just, you peak for a certain, co- well, they also didn't have a ton of competitions. Yeah. We have the option to just any, basically any weekend you can show up at a local meet pretty close to your house and compete. Yeah, I'm, I just know. Remember, like back in the day, I don't know if you you probably played baseball year round, didn't you? Like, what about when you're like super young? I remember I wouldn't touch like a glo- I wouldn't because you know I was in the I lived in the Midwest and I get all the snow and stuff and like dude I wouldn't play baseball for like a whole winter and then come in the spring everything's fresh and new and you're just like getting right back into it. I kind of I love that. I don't know some reason I love that. We feeling. did it all year round. Yeah, I, I bet. Did, yeah. I always did hitting <laughs> lessons and. Yeah, but that's why that's I wasn't when, good. That's why I wasn't good at baseball. <laughs> but I was good and then got to the certain point where it's like, that's it. Like, it's got it. You're on to the next thing to where if you weightlift for 30 years, you're going to be an expert at it. You're going to be a black belt, even if it's not the weight anymore. But like you're mastering two things. So if you can hang around, I think the I mean, the best people. It's going to be like 10 years. There's going to be people who pop up who qualify for nationals in a year. It happens all the time. But, like, the people who are winning eight top A sessions, they've been competing for a long time. That's very true. You always got to look at it that way. Yeah, any, like, top person, regardless of age, if you go back on their history, it's like, dude, they've been doing this for a long time. I agree. Yeah, you see a bit of a press out. People have been – I mean, Olivia Reeves is a good example. And she's kind of the same way, training for – trained three days a week for a lot of her career now training four i mean world champion is better than basically everyone on the planet at weightlifting she said she doesn't obsess over she's not looking at her true coach on sunday just waiting for that thing to update she just gets to the gym on monday and hey you're doing this today yeah i think she's like the perfect age too to where like things are just gonna peak you know she's still growing I mean, obviously, girls grow, like, they develop a little earlier, but as far as, like, lifting age and just, like, overall, like, maturity level and and taking things serious, and it was, like, only amount of time where it was, like, her moment, her time, and I think it's perfect leading into this, um, this Olympics where, like, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna do great. Yeah, she'll probably, I mean, I don't know if, uh, there's one of the Chinese girl is like the only one ahead of her and they might not even send just because they're not sure if she'll win that's crazy like they could probably send every freaking weight class but they can only send three (laughs) the chinese olympics 
I mean, Chinese Nationals, I was watching the one year it was on YouTube, and the 67s, like, the opening snatch was 130. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, the opening snatch of the A session, and they have 10, 12 guys. It's, like, they would literally destroy us, but who knows? Yeah, whatever. Man, we got, we'll destroy them in basketball. (laughs) We'll destroy them in a lot of other sports, so I'm not worried. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, man, as far as like uh, you with the move and stuff, you probably talked about it in your last pod. I'm sorry I didn't catch it up. On, I didn't catch up on it. Like I said, I was having a rough week and stuff. But like, how's how's everything? I guess updating you talking about, you know, basically your podcast, but on our podcast now. Yeah, man, we love Colorado. It's just my probably my favorite place now. It's like I said, the minute we left here, we got to Texas, and I was like, yeah, I want to go back to Colorado. <laughs> so just being here, it's it, there's just – you can't even describe – like I'll take pictures of the mountains, and you can't even describe them. Like even just driving to the gym, driving 10, 15 minutes, it's like I love just being anywhere with the mountains. Just seeing the view all the time, it just makes me so happy. Yeah, there's something about like just the beauty of like having a you know scenic view and stuff. You you appreciate and you have like thoughts, like these deep thoughts. For some reason, you just look up at the sky and you just see something very pretty, and it's like, damn, my life is awesome. You know what I mean? Just like little moments like that. I feel like um, you just definitely cherish like the things that you have, and then once you had it and you didn't have it, you're like, man, I want I want that back. You know? Yeah, and I mean, you hear people like talking about depression and anxiety and obviously all that all that exists and like you see the news and people are like oh it, you know i'm not even going to get into it but like people <laughs> are just kind of you forget that if you put your phone down and go outside none of that exists like you if you just literally get some fresh air if you go for a hike if you go for a walk you're off social media for 45 minutes god forbid it's like damn this this country is beautiful like there's so many places like this honestly i think people i think a lot of people sleep on america like we go to different countries and usually everything's like one view or anything but like us just even a few states away it looks like a totally different country and it's like that's just so crazy that the variety of america has just because you know what i mean you can't really explain it it's just like damn this is Pretty cool. And I, I've noticed that when I was able to travel more for the military because a lot of my travel prior was just like either just overseas to Japan. That's about it. And then I was like, man, America sucks. Blah, blah. <laughs> then I get to see like, you know, Salt Lake City for the first time. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Went to Sea Springs. Like, man, that's beautiful. Just other places around the country. And you kind of take it in. Yeah. Yeah. So just getting settled. Um, we have a place here for three months. So we're f- going to get an apartment eventually and then have finally some stability. I can't wait to – we even had our own couch or, like, our own bed for a long time. So having that stuff is is definitely going to be nice. I feel like I don't need a lot of stuff, but I want a couch that I can sit on that feels like mine and it's not dirty. And yeah. You know, all that all that stuff is – I miss that a little bit, like having our own kitchen table. So we buy shit on Marketplace used. Like, we don't care about that, but – it's different when it feels like your own versus like you're in somebody else's space. So, so basically right now what you've been doing since you kind of been every guys ever since you guys left uh, Pennsylvania, it's been like more of like a furnished place, obviously. So then you don't have to. Yeah. Okay. And then eventually. So did you sell everything or do you have it in storage somewhere? 
No, we sold every. We didn't have that much in the first place, so it didn't really matter. Like we okay. got rid of our our couch. We threw out our mattress. I think we sold the actual frame. But uh, kitchen table, we bought on Marketplace for like 30 bucks, so got rid of that. Well, my girlfriend, Dana, she's been – she's like the queen of Facebook Marketplace, so she was literally <laughs> selling stuff for more than we bought it. For. That's amazing. Yeah, so I lucked out with that. I didn't have to do much. I just got the car – ready to go and that was about it that's cool man and the gym situation is obviously familiar right just going to uh pinnacle right Mm-hmm. we actually have and i gotta get out of here because we're we're going over there now but it's literally the block away so like we live in the back of an alley the next alley over is a crossfit gym so we just got a membership there it's literally it's a 35 second walk that's awesome like I've, I've left the gym at like 658 in the morning and got on logged on work at seven dude that's amazing that's really cool just kind of like surrounding things and just make it convenient for yourself and honestly nothing feels better when it's like commute or just things that just make sense is this easy for you you know yeah exactly so it's nice usually the heavy days like we're going over to pinnacle and then if we're short on short on time or whatever we can just hop over to the crossfit gym and i did maybe two or three crossfit classes and then like, yeah, I kind of thought about doing the open and, uh, we were in the middle of a workout and I was doing the bike and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing the open. Cause, they were saying, <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, maybe I'll try to qualify for quarterfinals. And then I was in the middle of this workout. I was, he was like, nah, there's no way stick to, you know, uh, jujitsu and weightlifting sounds like a good combo for now. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'll let you go, man. I know that you have to head out pretty soon. And I hope everyone enjoyed like the story of like me going over six. Pretty funny. And then <laughs> and then the new move over with Angelo being back to where his heart is with the mountains. So um, I guess we'll close it out here and uh, hope everyone has a good day. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Peace.